Welcome to a Millennial's Guide to Real Estate Investing. Here is your host, Antoine Martel. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Antoine Martel. And today I wanted to talk to you guys about real estate investment trusts versus rental properties. So somebody actually shot me a text today. I believe it was from one of my buddies and he asked me about REITs versus rental properties and he wanted me to talk a little bit about it and explain the difference. You know, I know a little bit about both of them, especially I know a lot about rental properties and the advantages of owning rental properties under your own personal name and all that kind of stuff. I know the advantages and disadvantages of those REITs as well. So wanted to talk for just a little bit about the differences between a REIT and a rental property and maybe what is best for you. So first of all, a little bit first about REITs. So there's many different types of REITs, public, private. Many people know of publicly traded REITs, which are actually on the stock market. So you can, on your phone, buy those REITs. And then, of course, rental properties, on the other hand, is actually owning rental properties. That's what I'll be talking about in comparing it and contrasting it against owning, you know, owning shares of a REIT. Um, And what REITs actually do is, you know, from my understanding is that they're publicly traded. So people buy shares of these REITs and then those REITs or real estate investment trusts then go and purchase properties or purchase investments. Um, Those investments produce cash flow. They sell those investments and then those those returns that they're generating from their real estate investments actually have to go back to the investors who own shares of those REITs. Um, and I think there's actually some rule or regulation that, that says how much of the profit share needs to go back to the investors who are actually investing in the REIT. So I believe it's it's a very high percentage of that profit needs to go back to those real estate investors who are investing in their REIT. So those are just some little background information about REITs and then rental properties. And I'll be talking about owning rental property. So buying a rental property out of state, owning it, collecting cash flow, etc. So the pros and cons to both. So first I'll be talking about real estate investing and actually owning your own rental property. So a couple different benefits to owning your own rental properties um, instead of investing in a REIT. Um, First one being you get to hedge against the stock market risk. So when you're investing in a REIT that's on the publicly traded stock market, which tends to move the same way that the stock market does. For example, if there's a stock market correction or collapse, typically the REITs tend to go the same direction. Um, even though the investments may that the REIT is making may not be going downhill or whatever it may be, but they... REITs are still publicly traded and are still on the stock market. So if you're already in the stock market and you already have some funds invested there, investing in a REIT, while you think you may be diversifying, you actually aren't, in my opinion, just because that REIT is still publicly traded, it's still on the stock market. If the stock market does have a collapse, you're still invested into you know, paper assets. You own a piece of paper, essentially, instead of owning physical assets under your name, etc. So if you think you're getting into a REIT just because... You want to hedge against the stock market risk because you already think you have a ton of money in the stock market. I don't think that's a good option. So therefore, actually owning rental properties which are off the stock market would help to hedge against that stock market risk. So for example, if you had $100,000, you use $50,000 to be invested in the stock market. You take the other $50,000 and buy yourself three or four rental properties out of state and collect some cash flow. That would help you kind of hedge against that stock market risk 
um, that you may have while, if you were to invest in a REIT. The second benefit of you know investing in in your own rental properties um, and actually buying properties under your name is they they have intrinsic value, um, and this is something that I always love to talk about when it comes to real estate investing is that these properties that you're buying they they have some sort of intrinsic value. They're they're worth something. They're made out of they're made out of wood or cement uh, or concrete. You know they're made out of out of certain things, and all of those things, for example. <laughs> You can you can sell the wood, you can sell the roof, you can sell all the things that that make up that property, um, and it has some sort of intrinsic value. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is that it can't go to zero. So, what when you're investing in the stock market or or things like that that are these paper assets or you know bitcoins, for example, is is another good example that came up recently in this year. Is you know these things can go to zero, while real estate can never go to zero. You still have the intrinsic value of that, just like gold or silver, and that's what people invest in too. When the when the market goes down, they invest in gold and silver because they do have some sort of intrinsic value. And I think the same about real estate, except that real estate compared to gold and silver has a much higher uh, intrinsic value, in my opinion, because it does produce cash flow and all that kind of stuff. You're not just going to sell the raw materials. Another th- benefit. To investing in real estate and buying your own rental properties um, is there, you're able to use financial leverage. So you can use and leverage debt financing to buy real estate, to buy real estate and buy rental properties where you can't with a REIT. So for example, you could put very little down payments to buy properties worth way more than what you put down. So for example, you're buying a hundred thousand dollar property, you only need to put twenty thousand dollars down or twenty percent down, and now you own this property worth a hundred thousand dollars. Whereas if you you know, if you only had twenty thousand dollars and you wanted to invest in a REIT, then you know your equity would be twenty thousand dollars, and nobody would be paying that equity, you know, growing your equity for you. And that's another point too about <clears throat> investing in real estate and rental properties is that you have other people living in your house who are paying down your equity, paying down your loan, and they're growing your equity each and every month. So you have tenants are paying down your loan; it's growing your equity every month. And REITs don't do this. Um, and instead will just generate you like little capital gains instead. But you, you're not using financial leverage. You're not using financial leverage to buy properties worth much more than the value, much more than the cash that you have available in your bank account. The final point about investing in rental properties is that you have control over your investment strategy. So you have full control over the, over the investment and what you want to do with it. How much debt do you want to apply to it? And you can make decisions as to when to make capital improvements. When do you want to sell your property? Do you need the cash? Do you need to get out of it? Do you want to, you know, did the tenant move out? Do you want to now increase that, invest a little bit of money into that property and flip it? You know, you're in full control. You're the CEO of that rental property, right? Whereas a REIT, you know, you invest your funds and somebody else takes over, right? So it's very passive um, and very liquid in that sense. But if you want to have more control and want to be in control of the funds, and over also something that's worth a little bit more because you are going to be able to use financial leverage to, you know, make your $20,000 into $100,000 by using financial leverage and by having the tenants paying down that mortgage over time. So you have that control over your investment strategy where you don't have that in a REIT. Again, REIT, you're going to be investing money into somebody else's pool of funds, which they will use to invest and they'll be controlling that. So now I'll be talking about uh, REITs 
um, and the benefits of getting into a REIT instead of getting into rental properties and, and growing your own rental property portfolio. So a couple of different things. First of all, the low cost of entry. So to invest in a REIT compared to investing in real estate, very low cost of entry, right? You can go and buy a REIT and invest 15, 20 bucks into a REIT, do it all through your phone, um, sit back and relax and, and watch your money grow up, grow, <laughs> grow up, watch your money grow six, seven, eight percent a year, right? So very low cost of entry. Whereas if you were to buy your own rental properties, you're going to need $15,000. You're going to need to find a property management company, or if you're using um, a company like ours, Martel Turnkey, you know, where we provide that, that's great. Um, but if not, if you're buying properties just straight off the MLS, then you have to go and find your own property management company. If there's rehab that needs to be done to your rental properties, then you have to find contractors, etc. So, you know, very low cost of entry, not only in the dollars, but also in the time, right? So, you can do some investments. You can, you can do some research online to figure out what are the best REITs to invest in and see what, you know, their track record and all that kind of stuff, right? But that can take a couple hours while going and finding a property, analyzing the deal, all that kind of stuff it takes a lot more, lot more time and a lot more money um, if you're going to invest in your own rental properties. Second point that's a benefit of a REIT is it's very liquid. So you can buy and sell whenever you want to. You can invest your 20 bucks today and sell it tomorrow and you know, pay your buying buying and selling transaction fees or whatever, but you're able to get that money out when you want to. So that that provides a benefit if you're investing a large sum of money and you don't know when you're going to need it back. You want to make a little return on that money and just set it into that REIT as it grows. Uh, but that's something that is a benefit of a REIT over rental properties. You can't buy a rental property for $70,000 and then go and turn around and, and sell it the next month. Well, I guess you could, but um, you know, you're going to have to pay a whole lot more buying and selling transaction fees. You know, you're going to get a loan on that property. So you have to cancel the loan, pay off the loan, et cetera. And it also takes time to sell. So where you can sell shares of your REIT instantaneously, again, just from your phone, selling your rental property after you buy it, you know, that property could sit on the market for 30 days, 60 days. You never know how long. Um, until you find the right buyer to buy at the right price. And then again, you may have to sell it at a loss um, if you really do need that cash and want to get that cash out. Third and final point about benefits of investing in the REIT is that they are very passive. Again, just like I said, like if you're buying your own rental properties and those properties need rehab and you need property management, all of those things take time and energy for you to go and find. Whereas investing in a REIT is very passive. You give your money to somebody else they're already doing all of those things. They're finding the properties, analyzing the deals, finding contractors, finding teams on the ground, boots on the ground, property management companies to manage those deals, and they're managing the tenants, which then move into those properties, etc. So while you're not the landlord and you know don't have to deal, you don't have to deal with any of those problems or any of the issues that may come up with a rental property, um, REITs are very passive in that sense that you can just... Again, just buy these shares through your phone with as little or as much money as you'd like. They're very liquid. You can get your money in and out. But then again, with with less risk, you know, comes less reward as well. So while REITs may generate six, seven, eight, nine percent cash on cash return, buying rental properties and acquiring rental properties and using financial leverage where you can put twenty grand down to buy a, a, an asset worth a hundred thousand dollars. You know, there's no other investment like that and where your cash on cash return can be 15, 20% cash on cash return compared to the six, seven, eight and having little 
you know, little or no control over your over your investment. But in the end, you know, while I just spoke about REITs and rental properties, it all goes back to what you want to do and what your goals are. So do you want passive income? And you want that passive income to be really passive? Do you want to be completely hands off? If you want to buy rental properties and want to be involved, or don't want to be involved, then you want to find a property management company to handle most of those things for you. Then some questions you need to ask if if you want to buy rental properties is, are you financeable? Do you have good W-2 income? Do you want to be a landlord? Do you want to manage tenants or even manage a property management company? Do you have that much time? Um, and then if you're not financeable and you don't have good W-2 income, then maybe you look at other options. Maybe it's looking at buying properties all cash or investing in REITs until you get to where you can buy properties all cash. Um, So it really goes back to to what you want to do and what returns you're looking for on your money, right? How much time you have available. Do you want to go and talk to turnkey providers who can handle most of it for you because you you have a good full-time job, you have W-2 income, and you can use a turnkey provider who's going to handle all all the work for you and just provide you with a finished product and a property management company. Do you have more time than others maybe you don't have a full-time job and you have some cash and you want to go find properties on the mls and find the teams on the ground and and do all of that work and manage all that work then that's another option as well but reits are definitely a good option if if you don't have fifteen twenty thousand dollars to get into acquiring your own rental properties they're definitely great ways to to take a little bit of the risk off again there's going to be a much lower return but they are very liquid and are very passive they're all great options it really depends on you know what seat you're sitting in and and what your goals are for the future um and i would definitely take a step back and look at you know look at those different things like are you financeable how much money do you have in the bank um and then how much time do you have available and then you know with those three things look at what best fits into your scenario um, and there's no right answer. You can you can try a couple of different things. You do, you can do all of them at the same at the same time. Buy properties from a turnkey provider. Learn the process. Um, learn the neighborhood. Learn the tenant type. Learn how to manage the property manager. And then maybe you go out and do it on your own a couple of years down the line once you feel like you have some experience and have some cash coming in the door. There's no right answer. I would really consider looking at what would work best for you um, and what would best fit in your wheelhouse with those three things in mind. Reach out to me if I can be of any help to you. Please click the subscribe button. Subscribe to the podcast for more content like this. Let me know if you guys have any questions. I actually made a... Let me give you guys the link. All right, here's the link. If you guys want to ask me questions, um, you can go to my Instagram, Twitter. Um, They're both Martel Antoine, M-A-R-T-E-L. A-N-T-O-I-N-E. You can go and ask me questions there. DM me, tweet me, um, or if you want to submit a question online, you don't have any of those things, you can go to martelturnkey.com slash podcast dash questions. Um, so that's a link. You can just fill out a quick little form with your name and your question. Click submit, and I'll be sure to answer it on a next week episode. Because actually, this whole episode was just from somebody texting me. Um, about REITs and how they're different and what you would recommend. Um, And I guess the final conclusion is to look at where you are and see what best fits you um, and weigh the pros and cons of each and um, see what best fits your um, criteria for what you want to, your goals are for the future. So thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe. 
Um, leave a review if you enjoyed this episode and see you on the next one.